0: Good morning and welcome to the original Loretta Brown show, radio to open the heart, heal the soul, and awaken the consciousness.
1: Oh. That's one way of doing it. You got it.
0: Yeah, drive safe. It was foggy. I ran into a lot of buses this morning, the school buses, and uh, it doesn't always happen. So that's
1: why we have to slow down. They're our future. We are. We have to be very cautious of We do.
0: Yes, we do. So um, and I noticed that, um, you know, some of the other drivers were a little, you know, uh, <clears throat> faunching at the bit is what they used to Ooh, say. That's <laughs> a new one. I have heard that one before. Glad you if
2: kept you had clean. horses
0: when you were a little girl. Faunching. <laughs> yeah. Not wanting to go so slow. So anyway, <laughs> I, it's just a love message. Go slow. Love the children. Love yourself. And make sure you get to where it is that you're actually set out to go. Atta girl. That's right. We're in we're in December, and oh by the way, I have to do it. Happy birthday, Jenny Brown. I love you.
1: Oh yeah, love Happy mom. Birthday. That's right. Is it today? Uh huh. Oh wow, today. cool.
0: So I told her I hope she gets to eat cake over there in Hawaii because uh, I'm sure they have cake.
1: Yeah, yeah. in about a couple hours. She's in a couple, couple hours. Still Yeah,
0: she's still in bed. I'm sure. <laughs> But anyway, I had to do it. It, It's just a mom thing. Sorry about that. If you've got kids, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I know.
1: Anyway. (sighs) A birthday rainbow has been sent.
0: (laughs) It is. It's a Hawaii rainbow for Mm -hmm. sure. Yeah. So we are, I am, uh, by the way, Loretta Brown. I am the owner of Reiki Oasis, located right here in the greater Seattle area for going on 25 years, which is amazing and lovely. Um, thank you so much for supporting Reiki Oasis and for supporting the original Loretta Brown show. We are listener supported and you can go to Patreon.com and find us. What, Benny? What?
1: (laughs) I just looked at your post. You posted like some of the stuff when you're walking in the studio. I did. Or in the station when you come in the door. So we have Clark Griswold, who's part of the National Lampoons like outside our front door. And I just saw that just made me. I had to to take a picture, but (laughs) I started to come in
0: and I went, Oh, Okay.
1: Well, you know I was Cousin Eddie a few years ago for Halloween. Oh, were you really? I was. <laughs> I, I might have to bring it back out and do a photo with Clark there. Um, I think you have to post that if you can I find will. it. Oh, totally.
0: Yeah. By the way, we're very festive here at the radio mm-hmm. station. There's Christmas trees and Santa Claus and all kinds of things going on and I was trying to figure out there's at least three Christmas trees. Are there more?
1: Yeah, there's actually that's probably like half of them, maybe less than half, a third. Those are, those are just the over.
0: ones that enter your eyes when you walk in. We have
1: a sister yeah. station here that goes a sister station here that goes pretty wild for uh the Christmas and the holiday spirit. And so it's really cool. Warm one six point nine. I, I so.
0: have to, I like it. Mm-hmm. You know, some years I'm not quite so festive, but for some reason this year I'm kinda into it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you just gotta. Got to do it. Mm-hmm. So if you're into the holidays, and even if you're not, maybe you might want to try try a few sparkly things here and there. It might might lift your uh, mood a little bit. Yeah. So I have some things coming up this month. The Crystal Bowl concert, which everyone wants to know about, I've had people emailing me, will be Sunday evening, December 15th at 7.30 in the evening at Bala Yoga in Kirkland. And yes, to answer the question, we will be serving sacred cacao along with the crystal bowls and the crystal angels and the meditation that all goes along with that. This is a beautiful time to come out, um, especially right before the holidays. And of course, there's always something going on in the skies uh, to help set the uh, energies for the holidays and of course for 2020, which is kind of a big year. I also have at the end of the year my sacred despachos, uh, the prayer bundle ceremony. We do, I offer it on two different nights, December 26th or December 27th at 7 p.m. This is a beautiful ceremony to let go of 2019 and maybe anything else you need to let go of that you just haven't done it yet and call in purposely the energies of 2020. So this is a shamanic Peruvian ceremony called a despacho or prayer bundle. You can sign up for stuff at schedule.reikyoasis.com. And of course, if you have questions, just send me an email. Send it to ReikiOasis at gmail.com. And of course, my name is Loretta Brown, and I will answer your questions. And then, of course, we have Egypt coming up February 19th through March 4th. I'm taking a very small select group of Travelers to sacred Egypt. We're going to have an amazing time. And I actually still have, uh, I think, two seats left. If you want to be part of that, send me an email, ReikiOasis at gmail.com, and I'll get you the itinerary, the costs, and all of the beautiful things going on with that. Now, I have a wonderful guest today, and uh, I don't want to do too long of an astrology check in before I bring her on, but there's a couple of things I want to mention. Right now, Jupiter has entered Capricorn. And what does that mean? Well, it's been in Sagittarius. It's sort of been playing around in there. Not really. Mm. For the last four years, I think we've all been looking at stuff from the past. It's kind of revisited us. We've had the opportunity to reevaluate it and say, well, do I want that to be part of my life going forward or do I not? And now with Jupiter and Capricorn, we're going to be able to roll up our sleeves and we're going to have unparalleled strength to push through any adversities that have been hanging around and we're going to triumph. So we're actually going to get it done. I want to share with you one of my favorite uh, Jupiter and Capricorn people was Beethoven, the composer, not the dog. The composer Beethoven, I'm a musician, and he actually had Jupiter and Capricorn. So not only was he a genius, but he also had enough fighting spirit to compose the Ninth Symphony after he had gone completely deaf. Pretty amazing stuff. And in case you didn't know, another Jupiter and Capricorn person was Walt Disney, who also came, overcame a lot of adversity as a child. And then he went on to build, as you know, the Disney legacy, which is enormous and huge and all from a mouse, a mouse, Benny, a mouse. I know. So I love it. So all of this is in preparation for 2020, which is coming up. And 2020 is um, my guides are calling it the year of clear vision, like you've got 2020 vision. I know. I know. They have a funny sense of humor. But it is going to be a big year for us to be building structures. And for the next four years in particular, we are going to be looking at what do we need to build as there are things sort of falling down around us. And by the way, this is a natural order in the universe that things are always sort of being recycled or or, or destructing while creation is occurring and because I'm a teacher of higher consciousness, I, I'm always encouraging people to, let's go create something and focus on that and not so much on the destruction. You know, when you're remodeling, I remember my dad was always remodeling because he never hired anyone to do it. It was just, I think he remodeled the house for 35 years.
1: Right? Sounds about right. Sounds like my my pacing yeah. as well.
0: <laughs> yeah. And he never got things done like, you know, the stuff around, what do you call that, around the door, the molding or whatever. Hey. Depends yes, on yeah, what yeah. door where is that? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it depends on it. But um, <laughs> it it was remodeling always creates a bit of a mess, which sometimes can drive us a little crazy. But the joy is in knowing, wow, when that gets done, it's going to look so fantastic, mm-hmm. like that new kitchen or that new bathroom, which <laughs> is what I'm thinking about right now. So anyway, um, do uh, have some fun. Take care of yourself this month. We've got powerful energies. And for my empaths out there, um, I'm just going to say you might be a bit emotional right now picking up on everything, but there's something going on in the energy this month that's going to help us all move that energy through us faster and more gracefully to where we'll be able to like smile and catch our breath and say, hey, doesn't matter if it's foggy outside. I know how to smile, and I know how to bring that positive light into the room. So uh, please do that. And by the way, I can't think of a better way to bring my guest on today. And my guest is, uh, like I say, close to the heart because guess what? She works with angels. Yay! I don't know if there's like angel clapping sounds, Benny, but that could be good. And her name, my guest, is Corin Grillo. She's a psychotherapist, an angel channel a healer, a teacher, the founder of the Angel Alchemy Academy, and she's author of a great book called The Angel Experiment, a 21-day magical adventure to heal your life. And Corinne has helped literally thousands of people all over the world go from angel curious to angel powered. I love that. Welcome to the show, Corinne. Oh,
3: thank you for having me here. I'm so happy to be here. I love that. He's got harp sounds. Mm. (laughs) That sounds familiar.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, I would love for you to share with uh, the listening audience how you got into angels. And I'm going to kind of put a little statement out there because it's my understanding you did not grow up as a super religious girl running around with wings on your back and a halo, right? Nope, not to my knowledge, no. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what got you into working with
3: angels? And it might be a big question. It's kind of a big question, but uh, I will say that be pre-Angels, there was no indication that I would be encountering Angels, talking about Angels, especially at the capacity that I talk about them today. Um, but yeah, no, the first, the first uh, 35 years of my life or so were pretty rocky, and I suffered a lot with depression. There was a lot that happened in my childhood and in my teen years that really kind of set me up for the opposite of success. And, um, really it was, you know, life for me was white knuckling and pretending that, that, um, that any of this made sense and that, 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 uh, that there's, it was, that I, I was worth living and that life was worth living. So back then my only, uh, prayer was literally hoping that that day would be my last. So that, that just to give you a little nutshell of, of, the The opposite of wings popping out of my back and a halo. Um, so you basically
0: had what I would call a a pretty normal life, if I could put it that way. I mean, it's it sounds like it was pr- uh, troubled, problematic yeah.
3: yeah yeah, it was really, yes, yeah, casually horrific yeah. <laughs> casually <laughs> horrific,
0: okay. So you were living the life of a human, huh? yeah yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. so you know, we've all been there. And so, uh, so yeah, so that's how it started. Now, even though I struggled so much um, at a certain point, you know, after a little drugs, a little jail, a little few things here and there, (laughs) you know, light sprinkles of all of that, um, I still managed to quote unquote become an adult, you know, so I, I got a great education and got a great career psychotherapy. But that was really not enough. I mean, even though I was kind of puppeting someone who was functioning uh, on the inside, I was totally um, self-destructing. And so um, I came to a point where uh, it was my birthday. It was like in my mid-30s, probably about uh, 10, 13 years ago. And a friend of mine bought me an angel healing. And at the time, I wasn't really aware of what that was. But to me, I just kind of thought, oh, okay, this is like, oh, let's go talk to a psychic. And it was just a birthday gift. My friend had no idea that I was struggling or suffering. People back then, I never talked about my actual reality back then. I just kind of pretended like things were okay. And so um, so I went to this angel healing, and it was, you know, this woman, she started giving me messages from my angels, and and I started doing this energy work thing. Which um, which I kind of knew about, but I hadn't had a lot of work done on me in the past. And I'll tell you, by the end of that session, I felt like a, a different person. I felt lighter, brighter, um, and I felt like tingles and mm-hmm. and and there was something about it that just really made me uh, what's the word want to pay attention. And so, as I'm leaving the session, she said, "Hey, um, just talk to your angels as if they're real." And I said, "Well, <laughs> I gotten—I literally have nothing to lose, so I'll give it a shot." And so, um, so that's what I did. And very quickly, they started making their presence known to me through angel synchronicities and things like that. So, um, so I spent a few days doing that and starting to really believe, like, "Wow, this stuff—I think this could be real." Uh, because the communication was so almost instantaneous sometimes. I'm talking to the angels, and then I'll see a billboard with angels on it, or a laundry truck with angel wings drives by, and, and uh, I, I didn't quite understand it, but I knew that I really liked it. Um, so that's, that was the really the beginning of what happened, and then uh, after a few days of that, uh, something happens that really just knocked it out of the ballpark, and I, there was no going back after that.
0: I love, uh, everything you're saying, you know, the, the synchronicity thing, um, Yeah, we'll, co- I, I think we'll come back to that in a minute. And then also, um, um, we'll come back to the messages because I want to kind of expound on that. But I, I, I'm just being with the fact that you, you know, <laughs> let me put it this way. Cause I have a lot of people that come to me and they'll say, do I have to go to them? Will they come to me? And, uh, how would you answer that?
3: No, they're right here right now. Yeah. I- they're always right here, right now. And I think my my interpretation of angels were, that you know, there's these like, wow, these these beings playing the harp somewhere far away that are, you know, just living in bliss. And uh, the reality is just that they're right here, right now. And almost right away, I could start feeling the presence. Some of my spiritual gifts started getting activated during those, those days, but I could start feeling the presence when uh, an angel was near. So they're always right here right now which is so great and they're super practical and i like to see them as just a you, you know just friends they're right here right now um and i i wasn't aware that you know the we all have invisible posses i didn't know that they could really impact you and do the things that they're capable of doing in such practical profound ways um and so yeah they really uh <laughs> grabbed my attention back then and to the point where I just couldn't even deny it. So after about the third day, I witnessed an actual miracle. And that was the thing that made me go, okay, there's I'm pretty sure there's no turning back now. I'm uh, Okay, guys, I'm listening. What else? And so uh, could you tell
0: us about that miracle? Because, you know, I I work with angels. I've seen angels my whole life, right? And uh, I, I'm kind of being with uh, chuckling a little bit about a, a couple of things, and, and I'll, I'll get, let you get to your miracle in a minute. But, you know, sometimes when you tell people, oh, what do you do? And, and <laughs> your elevator speech, you know, might go something like, oh, well, I, I work with angels, right? <laughs> you know, and right. uh, sometimes people roll their eyes. I do get that. And then some, a lot of people are very interested in it and they'll go, oh, my, you know, tell me more about that. Yeah. So um, they are always there. I'm always talking to mine. They always have a vision of them kind of rattling around in the car, hanging on for dear life or trying to get my attention, right? (laughs) Hey, listen here, chickadee, what are you doing over there, right? So hard, yes. It's funny. So uh, please, yeah, and they're fun-loving, by the way. I want to put that out there. A lot of people will come to me and they'll talk about, like, their angels maybe are, uh, they're not sure about them. Like, mm-hmm. do they like me? Are they, am I good enough to talk to him? Right. Like that. Yeah. And I think they have an amazing sense of humor. Yeah.
3: I think so too. Oh my goodness. Yeah. They, they definitely do. Um, yeah. The, just the way that they give messages is really so unique and it's just, just designed just for you, whoever the person is. Yeah. So could you tell us
0: specifically about that miracle? Because I want the audience to hear about that. It's pretty amazing.
3: All right. Okay. Okay. If I must. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> if I could twist your arm or your my, wing. My, yeah. My, my, my broken wing. Yes. So, he, okay. So uh, to, to be honest, this story is something I, I did not tell uh, for a couple of years because I knew that it sounded crazy. And because I'm a psychotherapist, I know what crazy sounds like. <laughs> right. And so my friends didn't know because, again, my fear was, oh, gosh, they're going to put me on a 72-hour hold in the hospital, give me antipsychotics, and, you know, just try and, try and get me contained. And so it took me a while to actually um, co- go public with with this. Um, so here it goes. I uh, I was driving through the hood, one of the ghettos of Los Angeles, uh, going to a client's house. I used to uh, rescue um Kids help help, you know, support kids off the streets and gang violence and stuff like that. And uh, so I was driving through the hood, going to a client's house, and a bird drops down directly. It's just broad daylight, drops drops directly down in front of the car. And uh I like break and I was like, did I just see what I thought I saw? So I drove around and sure enough, it was this bird about pigeon size on the ground and it had this mangled wing and one good wing and it was kind of scooting around in circles trying to get itself up. And my heart exploded because I had been working with angels for you know just not too long. It had only been two or three days and, um, and the synchronicities were alive. I was already feeling connected to spirit. So this event of seeing this bird was so it's so weird it just felt like oh my god like i've been living in bliss for a couple of days and now you're gonna here's how you're gonna pay me angels with like this bird you know with a broken wing and i so i, I was so sad and because i couldn't get out of the car um first of all I was a single woman uh, in that part of the mm-hmm. community you know getting out of the car not a good idea plus i'm not a bird expert plus i was going to be late for my client, so uh, here's what I did was I uh, used my new trick, which was ask the angels for help. So I asked the angels to take this bird out of its suffering, said some prayer, and kept kind of driving slowly, sending it good juju the whole time. And I look in the rearview mirror, and I saw this bird start to kind of shimmy on the ground a little bit. Uh, one bird jumped up. Then I saw a small bird jump up from the body of that bird. It was probably about, maybe about three inches tall, the bird. Then another bird jumped up from the body of that bird, flew away. And then a third bird that was a little smaller and darker than the other two jumped up from the body of that bird and flew away. And what was left on the ground was nothing, nothing. Mm-hmm. And so I'm still looking, you know, I'm turning around, I'm looking this at this thing. And then I decide, I don't care if I'm in a dangerous neighborhood, I'm getting out of the car. Um, so I got out of the car and the body had completely uh, disappeared and so yeah i saw saw that bird transform into three healthy birds fly away and i could feel a presence there and i and i just have to say that that moment changed wow. me that wow. moment me. yeah that
0: is um that's such a powerful moment um uh i <laughs> obviously they were trying to get your attention yeah. but um uh, that would have such a profound effect on me. I would probably walk around for a while kind of in a daze, trying to figure that out,
3: yeah. I mean, it was it was kind of a hard one to keep in the bag if you you know what I mean? yeah. Like- just want to scream from the rooftops like miracles are real, people. Miracle angels are real. And so uh, instead of doing that, I I did my best to still function in my normal life and you know play have a good game face. But uh, but yeah, the the miracle itself was amazing. But really, it was what happened afterwards and the deep transformation that my heart, mind, and life went through. That was the 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 miracle that just kept on going. And yeah, so it was so intense. And I think a lot of people, it's it would have been possible for me to just discount that and go, maybe that's just a flashback from my early 20s, or <laughs> I'm like hallucinating or uh-huh. maybe yeah. more sleep. Um, but again, it was the energy, the help I could feel uh the love explosion, the heart explosion, and also start listening. Um, my my inner voice started getting activated. The good one, not the crappy one, mm-hmm. not the one trying to talk me out of living but the one that was really inviting me to participate in life in a whole different way and uh, step by step
0: you know I'm I'm uh, I'm really being with the power of that um, experience and also almost the symbology of it like from from a a bird with a broken wing came came new life three lives and and as you know maybe I'm stretching it but um, I believe these in these messages, like from your, from you, and your broken wing is coming. All of this new life, and it's just beautiful.
3: Really, well, really
0: beautiful. I
3: mean, I'm getting chills yeah. just thinking about it. And and uh, you know, I think sometimes yeah. big things happen to people who are you know exactly that dense and that <laughs> that yeah. that. That closed off and that, you know, on, not on the right track, sometimes they get your attention in that way. But I have to tell you, because you mentioned that something I don't mention in the book that the lady actually said to me out loud with her mouth was she touches my shoulder and she said, uh, you have a bad shoulder. And I said, yes, I do. It's been, you know, it's like a constant thing. And she said, oh, that's because that's where your wing was clipped. Oh, Oh, wow. I know. I got chills now. Okay. (laughs) yeah wow. i you know, talk about how angels will come through and give yeah. you the. Mm-hmm. i mean the, it was i and that when, when she told me that i it was a grain of salt i took it with a grain of salt i mean it's just my first hour into angel work so someone's going to tell me i have a a a, a a a clipped wing i'm just gonna be like oh, okay whatever that means you know yeah yeah but i think that
0: the angels even now are like saying to people hey look we're real we're really here yeah,
3: yeah. we're really really here like, a real thing and so it's uh it's been an interesting journey now uh, taking this work more to the you know internationally and, and really uh what's the word having the the ridiculous uh courage or i don't know audacity really the ridiculous audacity to talk about these things publicly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh and seeing how the work that we do just um even you know with these um these programs that I've done, these angel courses and workshops and things, just seeing how those have impacted other people's lives just is true testimony that I, you know, there's nothing special about me. This is the angels are for everyone and they're really here for all of us to get activated and to detox from our past and to really like step into a whole different playground.
0: Yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, I love you being the the vehicle or the vessel for that to come through because, like, like I say, I mean, you're you're a real person. <laughs> In case people hadn't figured it out, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. So we're yeah. gonna take a little station break, and this is Loretta Brown. My guest today is Corin Corinne, excuse me, Grillo, and her book, The Angel Experiment: A 21-Day Magical Adventure to Heal Your Life. Don't go away when we up. Come back, we're going to talk an awful lot about that magical adventure.
1: Energy is powerful, it's all around us, mysterious, full of potential. Directing positive, healing energy to raise your vibrational rate through Reiki can change your life. Reiki master Loretta Brown has relieved stress, sadness, anger, and even helped clients lose weight, stop smoking, and end sleep disorders. Worldwide, people have sought out Reiki Oasis. If you want help with your dis-ease, visit ReikiOasis.com. Harness life's energy. Visit ReikiOasis.com today
2: To find out how to dispose of them properly, visit www.fda.gov slash drugdisposal.
3: Some people know a good thing when they hear it. Alternative Talk 1150.
1: Send me an angel. Benny, you got it going. Top Uh, 10 songs for me right there. Real Life, that's the name of the band. Send me an angel. It was debuted on one of my favorite movies, too. Sorry, a little side side note here. The movie Rad. It was a BMX racing movie in the 80s. That I loved. Oh my. I actually have that on record, too, as a matter of fact.
0: That's awesome. So, yeah.
1: For all you kids out there that want to go yeah.
0: I love it. I love it. Well, <laughs> we are talking about angels today, so it's totally appropriate. Yeah. And welcome back to the sh- uh, the original Loretta Brown Show. I am Loretta Brown. I'm the owner of Reiki Oasis, located right here in the greater Seattle area. And you can find out more about that at com. You could schedule anything and everything at com. And you are coming to Egypt with me. I already know that. So, Anyway, my guest today is... Do you tell everybody it was on a yacht? It's on a private yacht. Okay. You <laughs> cannot leave that
1: out. I've been telling you this. We have an entire show wrapped around it.
0: We do, actually. <laughs> um, it's luxury accommodations. There you and, go. And it's a, it's a very amazing very important. Uh, trip. Yes. Very, very important. Very important. Yeah. it's, it's uh, The theme this year is Awakening the Heart. And uh, helping you step into what it is you came to planet Earth to do. So we'll be activating a, all kinds of codes within you while we're on that wonderful trip, you know, floating up and down the Nile, <laughs> eating food, probably <laughs> going to the temples, <laughs> things like that. Anyway, my guest today is uh, Corinne Grillo. Is it Corinne or Corinne? It's Corinne. It's yeah. Corinne. Thank you. Uh, Corinne Grillo. I want to say it right. She's amazing. She is. She works with angels. Her book, *The Angel Experiment*: Twenty-One Day Magical Adventure to Heal Your Life. You might as well go buy it right now. I'm telling you, because what is today? The fifth, and you could start it, and by Christmas you'd be just about done, right? You know, and it, you, you ought to do it. You ought to do it. <laughs> That's just the way it is. Oh, and yeah. I just it's the way I talk to people, right? So-, so you had, you told us before the break this amazing, miraculous story about this bird with a broken wing and and how three birds came out of it and I could tell I could feel actually in my heart and in my being how that really opened your heart up and opened you up in a beautiful way and I'm wondering when did you know that you could talk to angels I mean other than just saying hi guys are you riding in my car like how did you really know you could talk to angels
3: yeah. I mean, it started almost right away because they were answering my, my queries or they were making themselves known. So I felt like there was some kind of communication, but it was still, you know, there's still reasonable doubt just because, we're, you know, I mean, I'm fairly rational, skeptical. I'm not a sucker. Um, but uh, but yeah, I felt like that the opening was there. Uh, but when, when you say they were answering you. Could you
0: give us more information? Are they just talking? What are they doing?
3: Oh, so I'll just say, um, well, for it, I think it's different for everybody. Some people are clear audience. Some people are clear sentient, Some, some of us are clear cognizant. So we either see the truth, know the truth, feel the truth. Um, and in the beginning, I just had a lot of physical manifestations, like not of like full apparitions of angels, you know, handing me a little slice of pizza or anything, but it was more like. Um, If I'm asking my angel's name, and then in the next hour I see like Stanley, everything like Stanley donuts, Stanley this, Stanley that, and okay, all right, all right, Stanley, all right, quit yelling at me, Stanley, kind of thing. Got it. Uh So in the beginning, it was just because I didn't know the language of the intuition; they were really coming through in a way that I that was obvious to me, and so so that's how it started. But it was really soon after it was. Um, You know, after the miracle happened, there was a big activation um, that day, I think an energy activation or whatever you want to call it these days, people call them different things, but uh, I didn't know what to call it back then. It was just kind of happening. But yeah, I would get, when it came to my life, I could hear guidance, intuitive guidance. And and I started moving in those awkward and weird directions that your intuition and spirit's going to guide you into fairly awkward territory because it's somewhat out of the box because what they were trying to do is to lead me towards a path of joy. And um, and so so it started with me and then awkward talk about awkward. When I was in, in one-on-one sessions with my clients, I would start feeling angels come in. And uh and then I didn't know what to do with that at the <laughs> beginning. You know, it's a little, okay, I'm trying to be a psychotherapist here, but here's some a bunch of angels. And so it took me a while to kind of actually step out of the angel closet in my practice and asking people if they would uh, like some angel healing, specifically some Mm -hmm. angel healing. Mm
2: -hmm.
3: And uh, because lots of my clients were suffering, most people do not kick help. It doesn't matter what kind of help out of bed. So I found even people who were non-believers were kind of open, especially they're crying for six months and suffering. So I started. Um, accepting that maybe the angels would work for other people the same way that they worked for me and I started practicing that in my practice and and letting the angels like do their thing trying to trying my best to get out of the way and let spirit handle it and um, they handled it
0: wow that's great so it sounds to me like you just incrementally started to step into it and like you said you have to have the courage to say hey what about an angel healing right <laughs>
3: uh-huh. <laughs> Not why people go to a psychotherapist, right? They're right. Like, Let's talk about my trauma for five years every week, right? That's their that's yeah. the plan. Yeah. And so, uh, so yeah, I started really changing the way that I was holding space for people in my private practice. At first, it was kind of secret, little on the sly. And then the thing was, is that people started telling everybody, you, you got to go see this lady, <laughs> you know, you got to go see this lady. And we started having people, you know, fly their parents in to come and talk to me. And and so I uh, just probably you know fairly quickly people knew it wasn't just the average psychotherapy session mm-hmm. um, and so I had to kind of move through some of the the uh the ethical legal standards of being a psychotherapist versus being mm-hmm. a angel person. Um, so yeah, it was really interesting. And I just feel like so many of us have these, these weird little gifts that we're afraid to acknowledge, or we don't want to claim out loud, but I found the more that I came out of the closet, the more that my life was blessed and, and the other people that whose lives would happen to be who I happen to be help supporting they, their lives became blessed as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I like uh, what you said before the break, and you're alluding to it here. Anybody can work with the angels, is that correct?
3: Yes. Oh my gosh. Yep. Yeah. We are designed for this. Uh, you, there's not a culture around the world that doesn't acknowledge some form of invisible, benevolent presence and being that is here to support us, or beings that are here to support us. So yeah, the, that's what I love about angels because I was not a religious person, and to me, angels transcend religion altogether. They are they're ancient. They came before the religions.
0: So you don't have to be, I'm just going to say it, Christian or, or uh, uh, Jewish or anything of a special religious nature. Yep. I, I think it's important for people to get this point.
3: No, you don't have to be religious. You don't even have to consider yourself spiritual or be a spiritual person. Again, let me remind you, when the angels came into my life, I was drinking a fifth of tequila every two days. I was uh, taking taking Adderall to like pump me up and antidepressants. And and I was not a considering myself a spiritual person or a religious person at all. This is why I love angels. It's for everybody. They they'll just support us all. I love
0: that. Now, what are some of the most uh, obvious signs that angels are around? And I'm just going to say, like, I I often get feathers or pennies or birds mm. swoop down in front of the car. You know, what are some of the obvious things that people can look for so they know the angels are there?
3: Yeah, um, one of my favorites are... Are billboards or signs like signs literally um, so you already mentioned some of them feathers coming around uh, a lot of, a lot of times coins but signs like billboards or license plates or even your newsfeed and your newsfeed often you'll get uh, messages that are of love uh, for a topic that you're asking support with so I think you know they use actual words to uh, to give us support sometimes And we get a lot of reports about that on... I have an online community, an angel community called um, the Seven Day Miracle Challenge. And right now, you know, we're doing... um, a lot of uh, we're playing with the angels as a community, and so a lot of people are are saying, you know, what's happened for them with the you know the, the book that's come out. So a lot of people who are reading the book will say, oh my gosh! And we just had a license plate. Someone take a picture of a license plate yesterday with the word angel in it, and so it's so fun. But they can come around a lot. I think the key is for you to get out of the mind of oh that's just a coincidence and into the in back into your magical mind, which we're all born with. The magical mind.
0: I I believe in magic. I love that. Uh, I want to point out to the listening audience, um, your book is called The Angel Experiment, A 21-Day Magical Adventure to Heal Your Life. And I like the word experiment here. And I also, um, I'm not quite sure what the other word word would be. Try to say that fast 10 times. Uh, But what I really get from this, and I'm going to just point it out to the listening audience. If you get this book... Uh, Corinne actually gives you a 21 day, um, like day one, you talk to this archangel, and day two, you talk to this one, right? And you're really what you're doing is you're calling the experience to yourself. You're sort of testing it, like, well, you know, like Corinne said, you got nothing to lose, you got everything to gain. What if this actually works, right? What if angels actually communicate with you? Yeah. So. In your book, was there a rhyme or reason why you put the things in the order they are, like starting with Archangel Michael, or um, how did that come about?
3: Yeah, well, uh, essentially, I sat down with the angels, and well, they stopped me. This is uh, that it's funny that you say that you said get the book now because now's a good time for it, uh, because the book was originally channeled for December first through. Oh. <laughs> 20, 21st. So the angels, I was going, going to do a different project and they stopped me and said, no, we're doing an angel holiday. Mm-hmm. We're going to do something different. We have 21 gifts to give humans. And so I sat down with them and I, and I just, you know, I asked, okay, well, what's the gift for day one and the gift for day one was uh, miracles and help. Uh, and so each day helps attune uh, people to different angel frequencies, to different um, feelings and helps, detox you from the the crust that you've accrued over a lifetime that's very much what happened to me in that first angel healing session was that I was decrusted so I could actually feel um, who I was and what I didn't know back then that I know now is that I'm an empath so that I was taking on all of this crusty dark energy assuming that this misery was just mine And uh, the angels quickly showed me, no, that misery is not simply yours. You're carrying it for a lot of people, and you need to learn how to detox it. And so angels are great at helping you detox from emotions that are not yours and also from just full trauma as well. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, that's really important, especially as an empath myself. And it's funny, I mentioned that at the beginning of the show that, uh, you know, for the empaths this month, you might be having a little bit of trouble. So, see, the angel experiment would really help with that. Um, I, I have another question in your, um, uh, 21 days you have for each day, you have an invocation. What is an invocation? What is the difference between prayer and invocation? And, uh, can you give us some insight into that?
3: Yes. Okay. So I found that shifting the energy from just simply prayer to something like an invocation was really an important step when we're doing this angel work and we're doing it with intention. So a prayer and invocation on the outside look a lot alike. You know, It's like, hey, we're gonna call on this this great spirit, this great being, whoever you're calling on, to come and help us on some level. Uh, The difference though with invocation is that invocation, like prayer, you're still calling on the support of some kind of um, invisible ally but you're also inviting that energy to come to life within you. So it, so it activates the divinity inside of you and includes yourself as a, as a uh, important uh, part of the magical formula. Whereas prayer is often, um, you over there, way far over there, come help me. Uh, invocation is like, you right here, right now, activate this for me. So you
0: bring it uh, home and personal is what I'm saying. You bring it right in.
3: Uh, Yes, energetically, I find it's important because people, when they pray, they don't sit and they don't actually allow the energy to shift for them. And I feel like that's an important part that's missing. So with an invocation, you are activating it. And I walk you through the steps on what to look for, how to and and what to look for and what to sense, feel or know to know that your invocation has been um, and that your meditation and your transmission, your activation has been heard and and supported. I love that. Um,
0: I, I want to let you know, too, that, you know, I always read the books that are sent to me, and I try your stuff, right, before oh. I before I let you on the show. Because <laughs> I have to check and make sure that you're the real deal, right? That's, that's the Loretta thing. And I'm just letting everybody know she's the real deal because, you know, the oh. angels showed up right away, and they're like, Loretta, you're so funny. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> So, um, if you need if you need my endorsement, which I don't think you do, I'm giving it to you. So
3: <laughs> that's so great. Oh, look at you! I, you know, I would do exactly the same thing. I would. Yeah, you know, because I, I, I
0: care about my listening audience, right? And I also care about my reputation to a tiny degree. Uh, Although, like you, (laughs) I came out a long time ago and told people what I was doing, and they are just like, what?
3: (laughs) No, they're so confused in the beginning, but then they watch our lives transform, and they're like, okay, tell me more, tell me more. Yeah, maybe I could try that. She's a little bit of
0: a wackadoodle, but it could be okay, right? (laughs) Doesn't seem like she's
3: hurting anybody. (laughs) It's so true. Yeah, no, some people that were really judgy. Uh, especially some of my um, colleagues, right? And just psychotherapy colleagues, like, oh, yeah. what you're you're talking about angels? What are you doing? You're not allowed to do that. I'm telling you th- these people because my my uh, career has kind of like. From 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 all accounts, skyrocketed in certain ways, in ways that no one back then knew was possible. Uh, talking about angels, I'm talking about my peers, yeah. and so now they're the ones coming to me, like, okay, so what did you do? How did you do that? And and so it's really interesting what happens when you're ready to face ridicule and and persevere, even if people don't 100% understand it.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think the angels are my best marketers and, and promoters of everything I do. But we, I would like you, um, I asked you during the break if you'd be willing to do this. Would you be willing to bring us a message or or uh, a, a connection with the angels on the air today? Sure. Okay. Yeah, let's do that. Let's go ahead and do it. We've got I don't know, five, six, seven minutes left. Yep. Okay. Okay.
3: And so um, now, when I'm tuning in, I'm just gonna get, put put the put the platform up to the angels, to the archangels, to see what they want to focus on here. And so uh, I, you know, it's not shocking that it would be Archangel Michael coming forward. And um, here he's showing me right now a lot of tethering, like people people responsibilities that are tethered to to um, our stomachs and our backs and the backs of our necks. He's holding shoulders that are really tight. And I, I have a sense that some of this is just holiday stress, closing down the year, um, and that people are juggling a lot. So he's, he wants to just help us release those attachments. So because he's saying that those are kind of connecting to maybe help feeding you at night, keeping us awake and making us um, feel a little unsafe or unsure. Um, but so I, I'm feeling like you probably, you do have like a lot of impacts, it seems like in, in your community and who's, who's listening. Um, so we're going to ask Archangel Michael, if everybody, you know, if you're driving, do not close your eyes, but <laughs> you can, you can, you can close your eyes and just really open your, your body up to receive. One way that I do that is I, uh, keep my palms up. Um, so palms up, like you're ready to receive some, uh, some good juju. And we just ask Archangel Michael and any of your beings of light, any helpers that are here to help cut away any responsibilities, any cords that are connected to us, things that we're worried about that are connected to our energy field. And then everybody can just take a just a couple deep breaths and just give everything up to spirit and don't be shy about it. So if you have a lot going on, ask them to just take take the heaviness, take the weight from you. Coming around the neck here, just making sure that kind of open. Everybody take a deep breath and let your let your shoulders relax even more. Like some, some people, it's just that you get a sense people are holding on for dear life. Like, you know, <laughs> it's okay uh-huh. to relax. You can do that. Yeah. Wow. Okay, good. Good. And so we're going around your stomach now, too. Mm-hmm. And... And so anybody can work with Archangel Michael. This is just kind of a short example, but you can slow this process down, take as much time as you need, and two minutes, if all you have is two minutes, do two minutes. If if you have 10, do 10 minutes. But if if you just simply work with Archangel Michael to help you detox from worry, from fear, from anger, that alone could make a huge impact. So we're going to thank Archangel Michael, the creator of all that is, and any other helpers that were here and we send everybody just so much love and good juju right now they're filling you up with god's god's creator light here so that you can feel insulated and they're saying watch for miracles keep your eyes open today
0: i love that
3: mm, love so it. beautiful mm. yeah.
0: thank you so much i'm thank just you. letting that sprinkle down right Let's let that I can feel that.
3: Feel the good juju. Yeah, Yeah,
0: I can feel the good juju and I can feel the listening audience relaxing and that uh, angel blessing going out there.
3: Yeah, it's
0: really great. And I just want to say this because it's also if people find you on your recordings or YouTubes or whatever, you know, when the angels are in the middle of something going on. If you're listening to this live, that's great. But you can also listen to the recording. Like these shows are archived at Podcast One, you know, the original Red Brown show. And also anything that Corinne does or um, anything that I or any other angel people do, You, when you listen to it, you will receive that transmission. You will receive that energy when you listen to it. So it's kind of eternal.
3: It, it's, yes, yeah. it's wonderful. It's wonderful. Yeah. When I started recording these, I wasn't sure if they would have the same kind of impact, but we get so much, um, so much feedback about the the cool things that happen. And I'm just right now, I'm just really enjoying that, that healing myself. Yeah, me too. I can, it's still going on. I can feel it.
0: Thank you. (laughs) I I obviously needed it myself today. Thank you. Yeah,
3: Yeah. I feel like I did too. I didn't even know. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm feeling the change. And I'm like, wow, thank you, Archangel Michael. Yeah. And, and I can feel that, you know, that unconditional love feeling that comes with it. It's just this uh this relaxation and this ground, oh, it's like a grounding right now. I just feel everybody kind of sinking back down onto the onto the planet.
0: Yeah, it's like that, ah, oh, it's gonna be okay. <laughs> yeah. We're okay here.
3: Yeah. Yes. We're
0: gonna oh be God. Okay. Yeah. So um i think that's going to continue while we're talking is the message i get so what do you most hope that readers will take away from your book the angel experiment
3: oh gosh well first and foremost that's easy is that you're not alone you're just not alone humans spend a long amount of their time feeling alone even when they're surrounded with people they feel alone and and none of us are alone. We've never been alone. And literally, you'll never be alone again if you continue to open up your heart to angels and let them heal your, your heart and your mind and your life, even your bank accounts, your, your relationships. I mean, it's there's nothing too big or small, but we have to um, just say yes and take those steps to inviting them in in a powerful way. And it's just beyond life-changing. I it's so it's so changing
0: i love that we are we are not alone we're not alone and anybody can ask for help and oh, let me ask you this what what is the typical reason that people don't get uh, the results they're asking for from the
3: angels you know yeah okay so sometimes uh, if they're asking for a certain intention to be done sometimes the intention is out of alignment Mm-hmm. or it's not the right time. So some people like let's say the intention is I want to, I want my boyfriend to, my ex-boyfriend to love me again, right? So right. That, that's not the right kind of intention sometimes. So sometimes the the things that we're asking for, we're asking from this fear-based place, but if we sink down into a deeper sense of what we actually want, mostly what we want is happiness and joy. Mm-hmm. And so if we um so that's one one reason. Another big reason is that people refuse to listen to their guidance and so <laughs> we
0: we get... that way so, I would never do that no <laughs>
3: I'm a very humble (laughs) student. I'm a good student. No, I'm so, I tantrum all the time too. But yeah, that's another one is that they can't do it for us. They're not here to necessarily rescue us, but they'll give us the inspiration. Even if it's just a tiny little speck of inspiration, they'll give us the inspiration. But most of us are so used to living in the trapped world of not believing in something bigger for ourselves that we are too afraid to take those steps that we're being guided to take. But if we, so, so, because we have to do our part, too. Hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I get that. I And I get asked that question a lot, by the way. People will say, look, I asked the angels, why aren't they doing anything? You know, why haven't they changed it? And, you know, we are here. This is our life. We're the ones with free will choice. And they are here to assist us, help us. But yes. they, they can't do it for us. Yeah. 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 And like so, you say, that, that point of it's not in alignment, I think that's a powerful point. Yeah.
3: Yeah, sometimes it's just not, um, it's not. But yeah, it, it, I think that one of the keys, and I think this made the difference for me early on was that I heard the guidance and I did it, even if it sounded crazy, right? even if it was irrational or I didn't have time for it or I didn't have cash for it, I did it anyways. And I feel like once we cultivate that kind of trust in our guidance, then life becomes that, that kind of magical playground. yeah.
0: And there, I, I like the Magical Playground. It, it does take a little bit of courage at the beginning, perhaps, yeah. but but I, I'm kind of like you. It's like, okay, I'll do it because something amazing is going to happen, and I can't wait to find out what that is.
3: Yeah. Right, exactly. So exactly. where
0: can people find you, and where can they find your book?
3: Yeah, they can go to coringrillo.com, C-O-R-I-N-G-R-I-L-L-O.com, and you can find my book, And, um, and I'm also on Facebook. So if you just look for Corinne Grillo on Facebook, you might also want to check out the seven day miracle challenge Facebook group. That's where a lot of people are, are talking about their results, uh, for the book itself. But yeah, check out my website. I also have an angel, uh, intuitive angel healing event coming on February 28th at 1440 Multiversity in Santa Cruz California so if anybody's uh, planning on traveling um, that's a that's a good one too.
0: Wonderful. okay so thanks for being on the show Corinne Grillo her book The Angel Experiment a 21 day magical adventure to heal your life go get it do it and then share your stories of your miracles I want to hear about them and I know Corinne does too. This is Loretta Brown we'll see you next time. Happy birthday Jenny.